If you open up some Sidurim before Shema, you'll see a paragraph that starts with the words Avarabba, great love. In other Sidurim, you'll see Avat Olam, a love of the world. Now you might say, okay, big deal, Dif- small difference. It's a huge difference. And today we explained. Yesterday we've been talking about two levels of awe. Yira Tata and Yira Ilah. Lower awe and fear of Hashem and higher awe and fear of Hashem. Today we talk about two levels of love. Ava Rabba, the higher level. Great love. Avat Olam, the love that comes from seeing this world. And the Tanya... The same author of the Tanya, Rabbi Shneir Zalman, is also the author of the Chabad Siddur. And he uses Avat Olam, not Avarabah. And today's Tanya actually explains why. He says, Avarabah is an incredible level of love, which is a gift that comes after we achieve the lower level of love and after we achieve the great levels of awe. It's a very, very, very powerful, powerful um Love, which most of us cannot access. So therefore, before davening, before we say the Shema, it's inappropriate to say, Avarabah, Aftanu. Um, it's inappropriate to talk about that incredible love. Um, although Hashem loves it to us, we're saying, Avarabah, Aftanu, Hashem, you love us with the great love. Nevertheless, we're not, we're not referencing that love because it's inaccessible. For most of us. So what we talk about is Avat Olam. The love that comes from understanding and knowledge of God's greatness. How he fills the world. Animating this world with a vitality. And how each creature in this world has the correct amount of vitality to keep it going. Animals and inanimate and humans. And the person thinks about how before Hashem everything is nothing at all. The absolute nullification. It's zero. So as a result of such contemplation, the attribute of love, which is in the soul, will as as a matter of course divest itself from its physicality. It will not clothe himself in anything of pleasure or enjoyment, whether physical or spiritual, and will not desire anything whatsoever other than God alone, source of vitality. So this is Avat Olam, and this is a love that can be accessed by each and every one of us when a person realizes what's important. Just like a child grows up and suddenly realizes that, I don't know, their little toy car is not the most important thing, and they develop a more sophisticated version of love. So too, each and every one of us has the ability to move our love away from physical stuff, away from pleasurable stuff, to realize that they're all nothing. It's all empty. As King Solomon writes in the book of Kohelet, of Exiliastes, that the physical world is just empty. It's, it's, it's not only empty in quantity, it's empty in quality. It just doesn't have anything. It's just it's low. It's silly pleasures that last for a second and go away a minute later. So that allows a person to develop an incredible love, where they say, Hashem, as the verse says, Hashem, says the verse, there's nothing upon the earth that I desire other than you. 
My flesh and my heart yearn for you, rock of my heart. So, when a person thinks about this incredible love and divest himself of the love of the physical world, then they're able to feel God's avat olam. However, he who is by nature cold and removed from any feelings of love, whether to God or otherwise, cannot simply transfer the love. It's much more difficult to feel love. Nevertheless, Tanya says, even that person can arouse within themselves a fiery love through the incredible contemplation that we've been talking about, about how Hashem creates the world and vitalizes it, and that can create within each and every one of us, in the words of the Tanya, a, f- a passion that's like burning coals with an intense fire and flames that soars heavenward. In other words, each and every one of us can awaken such intensity.